Hey everybody, how are you guys doing? This is Ben. And I'm Dak. And together we are the guys who did this. And today we will be continuing our journey through the Expanse series with the prologues of book three, the prologue of book three <laughs> through chapter five. There's not multiple prologues. That would be weird. Book three is titled Abaddon's Gate. Abaddon's Gate. Do you know what Abaddon's Gate is? Uh, no. Abaddon is some sort of god, correct? Some um, sort of apocalypse. I'm looking it up right now. The term Abaddon appears six times in the Masoretic text of the Hebrew Bible. Uh, Bible. That's exactly what I thought. Uh, it means destruction or place of destruction. Yeah. Uh, see? So like hell. See? So it's like Hellgate. Hell's Gate. Fuck okay. yeah. Abaddon. Archangel of the Abyss. Nice. This is a fucking, this is a deep cut, but early in, oh God, <laughs> what game was that? Oh, uh, deep cuts. Guild, Guild Wars Nightfall. Nah. Early in that game, one of the bosses was named Abaddon. Too deep. Makes sense. Someone's gonna, is that what you picture then that? when you read the, so, exactly. to 100%. be honest, when I read it, I thought it was Abandon's Gate, which is, Abandon's Gate. It's <laughs> fine, oh, yeah. but not the, not the actual really That's okay. It's all right. This one is now. probably the most like straight on. I guess the camera. They all they all are referencing the book. Some of them much more cryptically than others. And you're right. This one is very clear what Abaddon's gate is. It's the fucking ring. It's the it's the gate. It's the big old ring gate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stargate Alpha. <laughs> yeah. We are back. Are we are we on our our normal week schedule? I can't remember. Did if we, we... a week. If we get this one out, then yes. If Hell we finish yeah. it tonight. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, we're basically doing this live, people. If you're listening to this right now, we just recorded this. So True. You are. Well, that doesn't, are that's not necessarily true at all. Contact. Content. Well, if you're listening to this on Thursday, 11-11, should we say the date in our podcast moving forward? If you want to. I don't know if that adds anything. I think it does. All right, then do it. I think it's like a fun little like, damn, they recorded this a while ago. And then if we get and then if we get like they return to it and we say things that are offensive 10 years in the future, then we can. <laughs> it's OK. It was 20. It was 2021. <laughs> things are different, different times. <laughs> exactly. Cool. But yeah, so we are on book three. Brand new book. We got brand new characters. We got brand new storylines. We got brand new drywall index basement yeah um true we got so much so many new things Topical. that we have going on mm-hmm. uh and it's going to be so exciting so do you have anything that you want to get out of your system before i jump into the prologue here uh i think this book's better than the second book wow hot <laughs> hey i love it i love it but that's it interesting i don't i actually we're getting to the point where i don't really remember remember much oh no um, this book. I Sad. remember what I read today, but <laughs> I forgot it all. <laughs> then what happened to the prologue? Don't know. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Uh. So yes, no, but I'm getting to the point where like it's definitely more fuzzy. Most of book two was still very familiar. Book three, less so. Although reading the first few chapters, I remember uh, a lot of. But you're right back into where it. things end up. Yeah, I think I understand yep. it a little better. I definitely remember book four more, though, I will say, because book four is so different that it really it's, stands yeah, out it's very in different. my brain. Wow. Well, wow. should we but get yeah, into cool. it? 
if you say so. Yes. We start in the prologue with our boy Maneo. And he is a belter. And he is getting towards the end of a what we learn is an illegal slingshot attempt to go through the ring. We'll, and we'll kind of we'll talk about what slingshotting is because it's just it's it's a specific thing. But he's slingshot. in a little ship. It's like and he's trying to shoot through the ring with like a tiny little ship without a ton of uh, thrusters or anything. He's trying to go in under the radar so that the Earth uh, and Martian pillows so, out there don't shoot him down. One thing. The ring is that thing that was built. I don't think they... Did they call it a ring in the end of the first book? Um, I'm not sure they did. So we might want to explain that. Yeah, so remember, I think we talked about Holden was like watching the news because that thing was coming off Venus. And yep. uh, yeah, that thing ended up being this big ring thing. It turned into the ring, and it set itself up, we learn, just out past Saturn. Maybe not yes. just out, but out past Saturn, but not past Uranus. <laughs> Neptune? Jesus. Neptune? Too soon. Um, that's that's the name. It, <laughs> I thought it was past Uranus. I don't think it is. Hmm. Maybe well, I remember is. them saying they're going by Uranus <laughs> when when they start to travel towards it. But and either way, it's pretty far out. It's way out there. It's far out there. It's, it's at least far. past Saturn is what we learn in this sure. chapter. I don't. We may not get an exact um, because Maneo is slingshotting using the gravity of Saturn in order to set himself, shoot himself out towards the ring. Pretty cool. uh, maybe it's just impossible to set that up with Neptune and Uranus. That's true. Uh, even though Uranus is huge. That's okay. Uh, okay. So as he is getting closer to the ring, he basically starts thinking about the end game here and how once he shoots through the ring, he's going to be a legend on Sarius Station. We learn he's from Sarius. He's a legend, Lando. He's a legend, Maneo. Yes. Mm. And uh, he'll never have to pay for a drink again. And he'll get to bang his hot cousin, which we'll get to in a little bit. Excuse me? uh, Bro. Yeah. Did you not read this? I mean, I read it. I don't. I didn't fixate on the hot cousin banging, but uh, that's I mean, I did. The whole reason that he's doing this is to bang his cousin. They mentioned we'll it was his we'll cousin. Man, yes, I didn't pick that up immediately. All right. Yeah. Really great stuff. Um, but yeah, so he he's doing this because he didn't really have a whole lot of uh, motivation, upward mobility, stuff like that on series. And he was a little bored. So he's doing some slingshotting. He built a little ship he's shooting out there. And as he gets close to the ring, uh, he talks the Martians down for long enough to not get missile shot of them. They do end up shooting at him, but it's too late. He ends up passing through the ring with missiles behind him. And uh, instead of just continuing through, uh, he notices briefly that the stars all blink out once he passed through the ring. And he has time to say, like, oh, that's weird. And then he smushes against the inside of the windshield like a teeny little bug because the ship has almost come to a complete stop. Uh, and he experienced, geez, that you cannot survive. Yeah. Uh, and not, not because his body couldn't handle it, literally because he smashed against the, the ship. Uh, so he is big time dead. And the ending sentence of this prologue is that there were obviously monitoring cameras, recording the whole thing. So everyone has video of Maneo going into the ring, not coming out the other side of it. 
and that's going to cause a whole lot of issues. So weird, weird question. So if the, uh, I guess we learn this later. One, I didn't understand what happened when I first read this. Like he smashed up against the windshield. What the hell? Mm. Um, Interesting. But I mean, we later learned that inside the ring, there's a, there's a basically a eternal speed limit that no objects can go above something not that fast. Yep. Um, but then the question is, if those are the rules, then why didn't he get stopped as well? Because he's an object going too fast, so he shouldn't have been smashed up against the window. He should have slowed down as well, and he would have died still because he still would have went under like whatever ninety nine G's. But more than ninety nine G's. Yep. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just a weird thing. Unless it like differentiates between organic matter. I don't know how it would do that. Either way, still weird. Uh, I'm trying to think how this is the classic like if you're in a car and you throw a baseball up what does no. it does it go backwards or does it land back in your hand it would go back in your hand assuming you didn't yeah. accelerate but it's not so. the same thing because so like you crash but no but that doesn't that doesn't that confirm your yeah like, he, it's he, like he should just he should have done the exact same thing as the ship yeah, because if you like, if you crash a car, you have a don't have a seatbelt on, right? You like hit, you'd hit the windshield. But right. like, how the slow zone rules work is like everything has to slow down. So like, mm, it true. should be slowing you down as well. Is what I'm was what I would think, unless there's different rules for humans. But like, I don't know. Like the thing wouldn't know maybe, about humans. Maybe it only. Maybe it doesn't. It only like. Maybe it doesn't differentiate between what's inside the thing. Maybe it only somehow like detects Cases the exterior and knows what yeah. ships are and is like, hmm, maybe. I'm just thinking maybe somehow it only or yeah, anything it, maybe because it's like a it's like a I, I don't know if we it's like a liquid right like it's the it's the it's the property of that whatever uh, it is that I don't in. think so I thought it was just like the rules, but it I still could work property, like that. I think it's the property of whatever that gunk is. Did it say there was gunk? Well, it's it's not gunk, but it's not it's not empty space. I thought it was empty space, just with the because they still get up to speed normally and stuff, like when they're in there. Is that true? Yeah, like Holden goes out there and well, I don't think he's going that fast. I don't know. Well, either, we'll we'll find out, I guess. But yeah, either will. way, they like they go out there and it seems like normal space. I thought, unless I'm misremembering, but we'll I guess we'll find out. Maybe we'll get yeah, further. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, he definitely does go in it. You're right, and I. We'll get there. It doesn't <laughs> matter. We don't need to keep passion this point. Um, discussion. Yes. Which is what we were doing. Maneo wants to smash. When cousin. do they say it's his cousin? When? Dude, right. First fucking sentence of her. First fucking sentence. Is she the one it. who's on the call too? Who calls him Evita before? Young. Like, hey. Yes, she calls him. Yeah, she's kind of she's has his cousin too a little bit. Yeah, dude. And then he—he's the one. She's like, I wish she should would have showed me young. her tits. She was two years older. His mother's sister's kid. Boom, cousin. All right, I just I wasn't smart enough to pick that up. His mother's sister. Maybe it's the stepmom though. I feel better. His mother. His mother. It doesn't say his stepmom. Yeah, his but you don't know. Like maybe it's not his real mom. It's his real mom. His mother's sister's kid. Yep, that would be a cousin. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, maybe if 
Uh, he talks about wanting to drape his hand on Evita Young's right tit. The what? Not all right. Not cool. I mean, if that, like that, that, I that is I just read that from the book. I read that. That's a lie. I know. Book. I know. It's it just seems weird. I don't know <laughs> why they put that in there. Why? <laughs> I didn't even pick up on it. We've been we've been there's been some questions that we've had in the past, and I think this is another one. This why is it needed? She could have not been his cousin. Like, so they have shown that there's no, like, that adverse effects to having kids with your cousin. Okay, but... let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but just, like, the relationships you have with your cousin is more of, like, let's, a, um, a sibling let's relationship. A, let's, let's just avoid, let's, let's ignore that. Okay, that's um, fine. I, I just think it's weird. It is, it is weird that they put this in. See, we're in, this is, this is one of the things that maybe in 2040 will be acceptable. And then we're gonna get canceled, but acceptable. I think it'd be even less acceptable. No, it's gonna get better. <laughs> Before better. it gets worse. You sound like you have an agenda here. This, <laughs> this is fucked up. <laughs> this is fucked, dude. <laughs> agenda. Uh, no. Okay, we're moving no, on. No, thank you. Moving on. <laughs> Weird they put it um, in. Uh, very fucking that's strange. That's it. That's Once it. Once again, um, slingshotting. So this is what our boy is doing. He, you have to like build your own little ship. And because you can't really, there's like a specific thing that you don't want. You don't want any tractors to be able to like pick you up in any way. Mm -hmm. um, so you've got to like make it special and it's got to be tiny. <laughs> make it special. It's, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it better. <laughs> and um, it's got to be able to survive going close enough to the planet because they plan out their routes to orbit planets in order to gain to accelerate out into space to do certain runs faster or uh, more dangerous things or hit certain targets or whatever. Yeah. It's like a community that uh, exists in the belt specifically. And then once at the end, you never, you, you don't really pack enough in order to get back. So the end goal of this is to do your thing, survive it, and then not get sucked into Jupiter's gravity. Uh, and then you send out a distress beacon, get rescued you likely go to jail for a little bit for maybe a year or two because this is illegal, but then you get out and then you're a legend on series. And then you're a legend. People, people bet on this. People make money on these. Well, I guys. think they, yeah, I mean, and I think they do this to like transport illegal stuff too and stuff. Cause like the whole thing well, is to try to not be detected. Cause they if can't, you have, they can't, they can't stop though. Um, yeah, they can. If they, mm, mm. wait, why wouldn't they just just stop? But yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. I don't think they stop. Um, I think there is a way to stop. I think they have like a they calculate out enough like thrust to stop. Usually, like this is different because he's trying to like just go nuts for donuts. What is the what is the specific thing went like this? You put together a boat. Didn't need to be much more than a torch drive, a cat crash couch, and enough mm -hmm. air and water to get the job done. Yep. Then it was all about plotting the trajectory. Without an Epstein, torch burn, yep. torch drive, burn pellets too fast to get anyone anywhere. Not without help. Uh, but 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 one burn. Then you use gravity assist. Uh, then figure out how to get back without getting dead. Uh, mm. and then the gangs on Sirius Station tracked it. Nice. 
Unclear. They, really, they don't really say how you get back. Unclear. Unclear. So he's planning to get back because they'll see him go through the ring and then like just go get him because and he's a criminal. Get him. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. But unclear how they would normally do that. Maybe they, they like leave some something. in the torch drive enough to slow down. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. But yeah, interesting, fun. I like the underground random things. It's like this is kind of like Fast and Furious now mm-hmm. in my brain, which is fun. Yeah. Um. Speed and under. then another part of this prologue is that uh, Maneo has some um, some intergalactic television playing in the background, and there's a what is essentially a CNN panel, and they're arguing about the ethics uh, of using of studying the ring which, as we know, is, was made by the protomolecule uh, yes. in order to advance science or whatever. And, yeah, there it's very clear that there's some intense debate about whether this is a good idea or a bad idea. Uh, and there's some points brought up about we, you know, companies already tried to do this and they murdered a bunch of people, <laughs> like yeah. millions of people. Uh, why are we trying to do this again? And then the other side is like, well, that's already been done. Some cost fallacy. Why don't we just keep researching it? Blah, blah, blah. So there's there's a couple sides. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more. Also, just Both the sides. in general. Of Both it. sides. Yep. Wow. Oh, you son of a bitch. Both <laughs> sides. But yeah, that is the uh, prologue. Also, he mentions at one point that the ring is a bullseye smaller than a mosquito's asshole. So that's fun. Oh, that's a good quote. Yeah. Thank you. Massive. Yeah, well, it's big, but it's not big. I mean, it is impressive that he hit it, considering... He hit it. My guy fucking calculated that shit perfectly. Yeah, considering how... Think about think about the calculations required to do that, and think about... I'm thinking about me in high school physics class. I couldn't <laughs> even calculate the force of, like, a ball dangling from a string... This guy's way smarter than I am. From <laughs> well, I'm sure there's computers that help you, but yeah. Weird. Um anywho. We uh we can go right into chapter one. Yeah. The best chapter. Uh we're back with Holden, our boy. Uh the main the main character of of our show here. And the best character, I might add. Um Dude, get you you've got such an agenda today. Get your agenda out of here. There's no place for it. I mean, it's just it's just the truth. It's just how it is. Oh uh but God. either way, um we're back oh with Holden. God. He's uh he's like thinking in his head about uh he's remembering his mom when he was younger having a migraine and how he was um always scared for her when she had the migraines cuz he was afraid she was going to die or bad and she couldn't control it or uh keep her safe. Um and then we uh, we fly back to the present, and uh, our gang is in the casino. They're rich as f. They're rich as fuck. Um, Amos and Alex are gambling away. Naomi's gambling too. Um, and nice. yeah, it's a it's a good time. Holden buys a bottle of scotch, which in this universe is twelve hundred dollars, assumingly very expensive. Because remember, they're in space. I forget if they're on. I, I don't remember where they are. It might be... Uh, wait, aren't they... They're in some casino in space. Aren't they on Luna? Could be. No. Uh, they were on Luna at the end of the last book. I think, they, I think they're somewhere out, uh, 
outs out in the belt though. Because Eros was the big old gambling place. Yeah, but that's no, they're obviously at, they're gone. At Terry's, there they're you go. They're on Terry Station. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Holden buys them some scotch. Gets them all together. They have a nice little toast and uh, a good family moment, uh, which is good to see. They're uh, they're all good. And then uh, Holden goes to the bathroom, and then boom, uh, Miller appears with the uh, "We need to talk" line, which, um, yeah, which we had we heard at the end of the last book, but we see now that uh, this has apparently happened to Holden uh, about a million times because um, he's kind of like just annoyed by it. He's like, I never understand what you're saying. Just tell me what you want. And then Miller's speaking very cryptically. A bunch of things that don't really make sense. He's like talking about like a drug bust. He's like, he's saying um, just a lot of weird things. And then at the end, he's like, oh, it happened. And then Naomi comes in and he disappears. Um, And Naomi can tell that... uh, that Holden saw him. Apparently, Naomi is the only person <laughs> who Holden has told that he's uh, he's been seeing Miller. <laughs> that sounds probably, funny. Probably a good idea. I've been probably seeing Miller. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm breaking up with you. Uh, um, but either way, Miller Miller disappears. Naomi comes in. Uh, they talk about it, and then, but don't really get anywhere. Um. And then later, uh, the news, they hear that a man has shot through the ring. And they're like, oh. That... It did not come out. It did not come out, which is, like, because this point, they don't know. Concerning. Did Yeah, it is concerning. Um, so they're like. Where did this man go? Maybe that was it. And then they're talking about how they were looking at Venus and nothing happened when the guy went through the ring. Um, and now, apparently, everyone's... Uh, Everyone's going out to the ring to to party. All the all the people, the UN, the Martians, and the Belters are like, we got to get there and uh, see what's up. Um, So yeah, we we see that one. Everyone's freaking rich, and they get to spend their money. Uh, So apparently, Alex wanted some new guns for the ship. So I think this is where they got the keel-mounted railgun. Naomi wanted to combine his or her in holden's room uh old strategy i will i just have to say yeah that's, that's, like, uh, you can't undo that you can't, you can't undo it you can't undo that Mike. i mean they're it's it's fine it's not like they were just split up in the last book or anything yeah uh, how long ago was that but thankfully it turns out well and they have so now they have one big room uh which honestly is pretty practical because they're apparently those rooms are pretty small um so that's nice that's that's good for her and then apparently amos wanted some aftermarket parts for the uh for the the rocket drive the epstein drive which is uh holden points out like this thing can already go fast enough to kill us uh i don't know why do we need to do this to which uh to which amos replied because it's it's fucking cool which is uh you know fair uh, so yeah they're basically they're they're pretty well off they can uh they said i think holden says they have enough money to pay their like three times their salary they were making on the cant for like decades um and enough to run the ship so they're they're doing fine um and then also gambling like or or the next decade yeah oh. yeah there you go calculation so they're they're fine they're doing good 
uh, it's five times five times what they made on the can yeah leaving leaving uh the opa has done has been fine for them they're they're doing all right yeah um so that's good uh then we get uh we get miller's cryptic speech which is uh with knowing what's gonna happen like so when i first first read uh this i had no idea what the heck what the heck was going on but right. having future knowledge of the book it, i mean it kind of makes sense um because you i mean you can kind of realize that this is the proto molecule kind of communicating with holden through the skin of miller it's not actually miller um but it, i mean it's close enough uh so it's 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 saying things like i think it even says like i'm trying to communicate with you or something um I'm trying to find an exact quote here. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Miller says he's saying a lot of funny things. Everything's dead. And uh, he's talking about uh, he's just saying, you've got to help me. And I don't know what this means. Um, The sky's the sky's all empty and stuff like that, Uh, which which doesn't make much sense now. But when you we we learn what happens later in the book, it. uh, it kind of, it kind of happens. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It, it makes... the line about the the unlicensed brothel. That yeah, it repeats over and over and over. I was supposed to think about that. It means something. <laughs> so, like Miller doors and corners. Yeah, it's funny, Miller. Like you're right. It's not Miller, obviously, but it almost is like the proto molecule making Miller, <laughs> and it, it it but it. It makes Miller like so well that it almost is Miller because he's like, I need to be thinking about this and I don't know why because I'm being told to think about this, but I'm also not actually Miller. It's very funny. Yes. And yeah, so like I said, Miller says everyone's dead, which by everyone he's meaning, well, the people who created Mr. Proto Molecule. Um, but dead. Yeah. And uh, then he then he just says, fuck, it happened. And then uh, disappears, yeah. Pretty spooky. Pretty spoopy. All gone pear-shaped. We but, got there, but it's empty. The whole sky's empty. And he is talking as the proto-molecule. Again, we learned yes. all this, but yeah, very fun. Very, very fun. fun. Very fun. You've got to help me. They know I find things. They know you help me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the tool. He's the tool. And he gets a lot better at communicating later on which kind of makes sense and then in this one he just says i love once the the best line in this is then when he just says fuck it happened and then disappears i love it i love it i love it very cute that's when big boy went through the ring big boy r.i.p to a real one absolute real one he's in love with his cousin well he was before he died Mm -hmm. Mm r.i.p right thing yeah honestly the the remodel of the ship crew quarters that's that's concerning to me it's concerning to me is it i think it's fine you can't you can't redo i mean like, worst case you scenario up, you're gonna put up a partition to split those up if you need to no holden just gets a big room and then naomi goes to a small room another question i thought what? if i remember correctly doesn't this ship hold like wasn't it supposed to hold like 14 people? It holds a lot, yeah. So are there just a bunch of extra rooms? Yes. 
Why do they not make a bunch of bigger rooms? Uh, so they can get okay. more people if needed. I don't know. But they, but they don't. Like, I mean, they do. They talk room. about it later books. But they yeah. can do. They can do a big room for Holden and Naomi. No, not a big allowed. room for Alex. A big room for. They don't have enough money. Amos, and then that's six rooms, and then they have eight more individual rooms. Do you think they're going to hire eight more people? Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, they should if they want to be a real ship, and they but talk they about know. that later, but. But then they'd have to they'd have to split the money more, which. Well, they don't do like that. to do that. No, no, no. They seem to be no, doing no. fine. Um, one thing I'd like to point out is this is supposed to be like a rage and casino, and then Holden goes to the bathroom and no one's there. Seems weird. Yeah, what to the me, fuck? but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, we messed up. And then yeah, the ring baby. We're gonna we're gonna go see what's up. We're gonna see what's out there. Well, Everyone is eventually. But. Does, uh, did you put Bobby there? Yeah. Nope. Nope. She's That's just fine. hanging out in the dock there. It's we okay. don't need we'll it. Her. We'll her for, for now. Uh, chapter two. We have our first. Well, first. Technically, Maneo was a new POV. He's but dead. We though. have our first long term. Wow, rude. We have our first long term POV in Bull. That is his nickname, uh, not his. It's a good nickname. Real name. His real name is. Carlos, I, dude, I'm going to butcher this. I don't know if this is how you pronounce this. I apologize to anyone if I'm butchering this. I, I'm going to say it as Carlos C. De Baca. And I don't, the C is what I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce that. It, do you just say C? Do you, do you kind of slide it into the De Baca? De Baca. I'm, not, I'm just not know. sure. So his name, though, Carlos C. De Baca. The C is separate from the De Baca. Doesn't matter because we're calling bull. <laughs> But luckily enough, we're going to call him Bull, so I don't have to butcher that pronunciation every time. Uh, so Bull, our boy, is a... Uh, he works with James Holden. I'm sorry. That's who you just wow. talked about. <laughs> I said that so confidently, too. He works with Fred Johnson. <laughs> Better. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. I tried my hardest. He works with Freddie, Freddie J. And we learn that... The belt is also preparing a uh, ship, crude ship, out to the ring in order to flex their newly found political might. And uh, the ship that they are going to do this on is the Behemoth, which is the salvaged and now modified Nauvoo, the generational ship that the Mormons built, which was shot at arrows in order to knock it out of the, the path of Earth. In book one, which ended up missing, and then the Belters ended up going to get it because it's a very expensive ship mm. that they didn't want to lose. They have decided to keep it because they need it because they don't really have <laughs> because a Navy. they want it. And so they basically said, Sorry, Mormons, this is ours now. Um, and yeah, so Bull is gonna, going to be the XO, which we know from. Our boy Jimmy holding this position in book one on the Canterbury. It's the second in command to whoever is the captain of the ship. And the captain of this ship will be Captain Ashford, who also is a boy in the OPA who works for Freddie J. Someone high up. And their departure for the ring on the BMF is in three days. And so they are uh, doing, you know, last minute inspections. They're going to shoot off in three days and then continue to do light work that's easier under uh, low G's and so they're going to like keep working 
even though they're shooting off soon. And yeah, we have some discussions between the three, Ashford, Debaca, I should just call him Bull, Ashford, Bull, mm. and Fred Johnson. We learned quickly that Bull does not like Ashford very much. Uh, he, they're all, Ashford, Bull, and Freddie J are all, like, not full belters, like they weren't born and raised on the belt. Uh, however, Ashford is, well, actually, wait, is that true? What, why is Ashford so... Ashford is like a little uppity with them because he's more of a belter than them for some reason. I think Ashford may have just gone to study on Earth. Something. Something. Um he oh, yeah, is yeah. yeah. He he got a he got a degree in math from the lunar campus of Boston University. So he went to school on Luna, even though he's like he was born in the belt. So Yeah, he's like yeah, I think he's belter by yeah, he's like a belter, full belter. He's but, born. He's born. Yep. But then like but can he did, fit but in he with did, uh yes, yep. Earthers. Because he studied on Luna. So yes. he looks down on people like Bull and Fred Johnson who were born on Earth and are now in the belt and on the mm-hmm. OPA, which we learn a lot of belters don't trust those uh, people that kind of have, you know, aren't full belters. Uh, and that's kind of a running a running theme of these Bull chapters and uh, really the book series in general moving forward. Um, and... Yeah, they discussed what some of the other, what the UN is doing. And the UN, there's an election coming up, we learned, for the Secretary General. So that would be, <laughs> oh, what was his name? Esteban. That would be our, our guy, Esteban. He is up for election next year. And so the UN is sending a ship, in addition to a bunch of warships and science ships, they're sending a ship heading out to the ring with a bunch of media and then a bunch of, like, cultural people to, you know, make sense of it all. It includes poets, religious leaders etc 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 and this is supposed to be like a big uh show of un you know just here the word so good we're so good reelect me <laughs> and that's kind of what's going on yep and then after we get through this thing it's very clear bull makes it very clear that the behemoth is hardly a warship it's been it was never meant to be a warship uh, and so putting a bunch of guns out they're not even sure if they fire one of their main guns that the ship won't basically just fall apart so this thing even though it is gigantic uh, it is it can fit four of the battleships that I'm forgetting the name of inside of it at once <laughs> um, it's a big boy it's a big boy but it, it does not have a big bite so they're worried about getting into an actual fight with this thing so they're hoping they don't have to do that uh bull is then he's packing his stuff he's back in his apartment it's noted that it's pretty big because he's pretty high up in the opa there and uh we learn that he's heading to the ship a little early just to make sense of it all and make sure that there's no more straggling mormon hideouts on there which is super funny to me um but they did have a problem getting them all off the ship uh and they had this problem before when they were commandeering it in book one so he wants to go make sure that everything looks good there uh, and Fred Johnson pays him a visit, and he lets him know that uh, he's basically, unfortunately, been demoted off of the bridge, which is kind of the main political entity of the ship where the captain and the XO are going to be, uh, to be replaced by Michio Pa, who is a new character. And I said that Ooh. right. The first name Michio, last name Pa. So Michio Pa has been promoted to take his place as XO. And Fred is basically like, I'm sorry that we're doing this. Since it's a belt, 
And since we want belters to respect the OPA, we, we had to put two belters on the bridge. And I'm going to make you chief security officer, who's technically third in command, but is not on the belt, which is a visible outward facing position. Uh, chief security officer is a much more like handling internal affairs on the ship for this trip. So yes. Bull is fine with this. He's like, Fred is like, hey, I know that you're like the most capable person on this on this crew. Uh, I'm demoting you, but you know how Ashford and, and Pa are. Like, they're belters. They're going to react like belters. I need you to be out there to be, uh, to kind of be in the heads of the UN and Mars and react like uh, a normal political, you know, like a political person mm-hmm. would. Um, and Bull's like, all right, I'll do it. This sucks, but I'll do it. And Fred's like, yep, it's going to suck, but thank you. And uh, that is chapter two. So, um, Bull, or dude, he is an Arthur. He is from the, I believe it's called the New Mexico Territory. They don't know, I can't remember, I don't know why it's a territory, but it's, it's not just the state of New Mexico anymore. Uh, he decided not to go on basic. He worked for two years dismantling solar panels because they were outdated because of nuclear energy, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, a funny little thing that they mentioned. And I don't know if we'll ever be there because, man, we just don't like to build solar panels, but um, very interesting. He, he then went to try to go to technical school. He dropped out because he was distracted. And then basically <laughs> the choice then was to go on basic or go into the military. And he chose to go into the military and became a Marine. And eventually, I'm not sure it explains why he ends up leaving Earth. To go to the OPA? go to the opa does it do you do you know off the top of your head not really i assume it was like a holden type thing where he's like dude fuck this uh yeah it must be so he does end up leaving he he worked with well okay we do learn that he worked for freddie johnson was his commander on earth too so maybe he was just part of that shit and he just left with fred that might have that might have happened actually um, yeah so he he was command he he mentions that Fred Johnson has been his commander two times once on Earth now once with the OPA sure. so he's worked with Fred for a long time Pretty and these cool. two are both noticeably getting older now uh, you know they both have a little gray in their hair they're both getting a little paunchy and it's just uh, these two are are not young men anymore they're is oldies. kind of the implication oldies. From, from bulls I'm guessing they're like mid 50s maybe is that what you're maybe lower 50s maybe upper 40s maybe that's what my intuition was telling me um hmm, that could be older than that because you're thinking older yes because it i think they mentioned how i forget how much time passes um but i know that like they get they get to an age where like fred's like really decrepit like before, like not, and it's not that many years later in the gotcha. in the books. So Maybe I want to say they're pretty, in, they're they're kind of old. Like I and like keep in mind there is like there is some sort of like there's not you still die you're not immortal but there is like age. Um, I don't I don't know how you say it. Like no, youthening like technology. Yeah, like they they've they've figured out how to like make it so you live whatever another you're more comfortable in your later years eric can live maybe 
we'll call it like gotcha. 50 years longer gotcha. than normal that makes sense um so i think they're pretty old like i would say 60s at gotcha. least go maybe, you go maybe, show know, interesting but... stuff so yeah that's our new uh one of our new POV characters bull oh he's great strong like bull. bull very yeah. very strong um uh, he gets he gets pretty strong and then um the bmf naboo very funny uh Nevu obviously was the generational ship we'll learn a little bit more about how the Nevu works in a chapter coming up which i believe we're talking about today uh yes we are talking about that one today and uh it was you know it was created for long-term space travel so there's like a huge drum that spins around and they wanted to be very light uh, so instead of being built like a normal ship, we learn it's like horribly built for a yeah. uh, warship. So we learned a lot more. Dak will go into that later. It's one of his chapters, but like yep. it's just horribly put together for a battleship. But we now call it the BMF because we want it to be scary, and it's now the the main. Uh, and I think everyone is kind of scared about yeah. it. Like I think in later thing they're like, "Shit, that's a big ship," that and the, like they don't yeah. know because no. I don't think everybody knows. Like Tycho knows. Like the belters know because they freaking built it, but I don't think like right, right. the Earth or Mars like knows that this thing's like held together with paper clips. Yeah. Um, I don't think they so. Do I mean, they kind of learn later, but yeah. Either way, uh, yeah, it's cool stuff. That's that's basically it. There's we we start getting into more politics stuff of yes. the belt, which they're they're basically just trying to become a which... relevant political entity. Yes. Uh, along with the UN and Mars. So most of Fred's decision-making, that's what he's, that's what his ultimate goal is. Yep. Cool stuff. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's get into our other main character, a new point of view character, uh, yeah. the main antagonist. What? Come what, on. Do you, what do you mean? What? How is she's she not fine. the main antagonist? Come on, she's misunderstood. Well, I mean, maybe, but she's still the main antagonist. Uh, either way, uh, we got we got Melba, which is I forgot um, she was Melba. called this uh, because she obviously goes by Clarissa. I need later, to. But... I'm gonna apologize to all Melbas that are listening to this. Melba's a what? A is that name. a name? Is that a real name? I think it is. Do you but... know any Melbas? Mm, I do not. I don't know any Melba's either. It's probably from is a it like, different Is it culture. a different language? Yeah, let's, I'm going to Google this so that I don't get canceled even harder. You're already canceled. What is Mel? What's the origin? Melba name. It's probably like Greek or something. The name Melba is primarily a female name of Spanish origin that oh, means there you go. wealthy. That kind of oh, makes sense. That, that makes a lot of sense. That's why they named her Melba. Um, oh, yeah. But how popular is it? Oh, the name oh. in Australia... <laughs> oh no no no! Never mind, never mind, never mind. It's it's the short form of the city Melbourne, so that's not. Oh, that's funny. A popular name at all? All right. Um, looks like it's not popular at all anymore. It it was a little bit in the fifties, and then it decreased a lot by the sixties. Fair. Well, although geez, it's the yeah, it's not ranked in U.S. birth U.S. births right now. That would make sense. Why well, I haven't heard about it. Not a lot here. Either way, either way, we got Melba, who is actually Clarissa Mao, uh, Julie's sister. Um, Hell yeah. She looks like Julie. 
I wouldn't say she acts like Julie. She was more a part of the family, I would say, than uh, than Julie was, who was more of the rebel. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that. So that's her whole. That's her whole. That's her thing. Chick. Yeah. So Melba, and she keeps like this whole time during the chapter. She's she keeps kind of like reminding herself that she's Melba, or like it's like a little bit of like an inner conflict. Like I'm Melba now. Like I'm not like that Clarissa chick. Um, but. But either way, she goes into this gambling hall brothel thing uh, in Baltimore. And it's it's definitely not it's not like a normal like government <laughs> government run. It's not like a I don't, I don't know what you want to call it, like an an upstanding those, place. Those like legit. famous government run brothels. They're crazy. I mean, they're I mean, crazy. in Amsterdam, they have I mean, where where brothels are legal. They're I mean, they're not government run, <laughs> but but like they're like what do you do. Oh, I, I work for the government. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i mean like either the way great the benefits are fantastic i mean like canada like all the the drugs and drugs weed and uh and alcohol are like out of a state-run store that's the only place oh, you yeah. can get them that's that's uh, actually crazy i didn't know that yep it's the i forget i'm running I can't think of the acronym, but yeah, there, you can only buy alcohol and a weed now um, at these. I've, I'm blanking on the acronym, but they're the state-run stores. Um, uh, interesting. Which just kind of makes sense. I mean, then it's easier so to that, regulate. And no one's like got a vested interest in profiting off them. Yeah, right. Makes sense to me. So, uh, but yeah. The quality, the quality, bro. It suffers <laughs> so much. Just kidding. Keep going. I actually, they're pretty nice. I like them. But uh, what? Where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so they're in a. It's it's a shady place. Let's just say that. Um, she she goes in there, talks to the. It's not a receptionist, but like the bartender or whatever, and it's like who basically says you shouldn't be in here. Um, but she's like, nah, I got to meet with the guy in the back. Um, and he's like, oh, you're meeting with Tony, and then. Yeah, goes and meets with Tony. Tony's there. His name is Travin, not Tony. Well, <laughs> that's how you remember it. No, yeah, you're <laughs> right. It's Travin. Uh, so he, she's meeting with Travin. He's got a bunch of goons. She calls them bodybuilders, which I find funny. Um, and he has a terminal that contains her new identity, Melba, uh, which is a... Uh, they, it's she's like an electrical engineer on a ship that's going to be going out to the ring but uh traven has learned something he's learned that this is clarissa mao and that uh she's uh she's looking to do some weird stuff out there he doesn't really go into what he learned um and she he knows he does reveal that she's been being careful which uh which i mean i think just uh, outlies how how smart uh, Mrs. Mao is, and and she's not she's no amateur here. She's she's gonna do this right. Um, so she he's he basically blackmails or says, "Hey, I'm not giving you this new identity unless you let me in on whatever you're doing." Um, to which Melba says, "I can give you money, but I'm not letting you in." Uh, and then. She, shit gets real and uh melba activates a gland by touching her tongue swirling the tongue on the roof of her mouth um 
which is a funny way to activate it. And I don't know how you wouldn't accidentally activate it sometimes. I think she has to do it like whatever, three couple clockwise spins. Um, but either way, she activates this gland, becomes basically superhuman, uh, and it's like super fast, super strong. They say it's like pumping her with adrenaline. It's some sort of like gland thing that helps her become very pot. Like she does some crazy stuff. Not I'm even, not even now, but later on. Like she's battling with like a mech later on, which seems crazy. <laughs> um, no spoilers, but it, it goes places. The story it, goes places. It got, <laughs> things happen. Well, I just want to like this is like no, I know I was mainly just like it was just a funny thing. She battles a mech later. <laughs> <laughs> She's a, either way, she gets super strong, like more strong. She's like not just like, like oh, you you're a little spry there. No, it's like she's like ripping like, people's she's arms. Like, yeah, she's like Superman and just like grabs someone's wrist and just can break it. Or like yeah. Captain America, maybe is a better, uh, a better word for it. Yeah. Everyone's like moving a little bit slower. Yeah, and she literally just like breaking bones <sighs> without even thinking about it. Yep. Yeah. So she's she's fighting these people, but the downside to this is that it doesn't last. A whole lot, a whole lot long. It doesn't, hmm, those weren't good words, but she, it, it doesn't right. last that long. Uh, oh. So, and afterwards you, you hit like a hangover phase where you like start hard. puking and like passing out, um, which is she obviously. She says that it's hard not to pass out. So yes. That's like, that's what is going on. Which is obviously not ideal if you're in a battle, which is why they kind of explain later that this isn't like, like. They they like tried it out for the military, but realized like yeah, this isn't a good strategy if we want uh, if we want to win wars. Like you might be good for a few, whatever, a little bit, but then your all your soldiers are gonna be like dead. Also, we learn later that this is is not great for your longevity. Um, like people end up dying within years of this because your glands like start leaking, and it's not good for the human body to be like amped up like this. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's a very desperate thing to do to your body, uh, but she yeah beats the crap out of all these people, goes to the goes to the last guy, gets his firearm and is like, we can be partners, and then shoots him in the head, <laughs> which is uh, pretty oh, yeah. brutal. Pretty brutal, yeah, I just man. Want to say that I hate when my glands leak. Yeah, that is it's annoying. Glands just leaking everywhere. God, it's just not fun. Not fun. Um, but she, yeah, she kills everyone. Uh, it starts to go into the hangover phase. Luckily, the doors and the doors locked because obviously people would hear some gunshots in a building, even though it's like a casino and whatnot. Um, so she no one check beforehand too whether yeah. they had locked the door. Yep. So she's my girl, smart. She is smart. She is smart. So uh, yeah, she has a hangover period, but uh, is able to escape before. Uh, the people get in the door, and she is, she's ready to become Melba, and uh, get on the, I forget what the ship's name is, but the the UN ship that's on its way to the ring. Disguised, as a engineer. So, yeah, Melba Carissa Mao is uh, super weird, super weird. She's she's very like serial killer like in this whole like sequence. She's calm, cool, and corrected, collected, ready to. Uh, to do what's ever necessary. And yeah, so we kind of touched on it, but she took the the imprisonment of her father and the disbanding of basically their empire and uh like doing away with everything Mao 
very tough because I think that was the way they laid out. It was like her identity. Like she was like, like proud to be part of the family and like the family girl and like, I don't know, just uh, just she, all in. I don't remember. Was she heir to the throne, basically? Yeah. And then so basically after they got disbanded, she her identity like like that was who she was. She was like Clarissa Mao, the. The person who was going to take over for Mao Gakowski and like the whatever that was that was like her whole that was her so uh yep so when that got disbanded she was like she it, it hit her hard obviously that she's playing to do something crazy here um getting on a ship to go to the ring um and clearly has some sort of plan in place to uh to go hard in the paint yeah did you, you did you want to say like exactly what, what she kind of oh yeah well she kind of she kind of lays it out she's like <laughs> as she's like monologuing to herself she's like soon i'll be able to show everyone that holden's actually the evil one and that uh the mao family is the right all along which i dude i will enact my revenge yeah <laughs> dude but it's funny because she doesn't just want to she doesn't want to like just kill holden she wants everybody to think holden's the bad guy yeah yeah uh, which yeah it's honestly worse and i love it pretty intense but also i don't know how that Alba did nothing wrong helps with mao did nothing wrong i don't know how that helps like get your father out or anything it, it really doesn't but at least everyone will hate holden i think that's why that's why she's so focused on this goal i don't think she ever thinks that a her father's getting out b i think she i think she's fully aware that like her situation is fucked forever. Like it's never going back to the way it is. Mm-hmm. Everyone hates Mal quick. Everyone hate if she if she would like introduce herself as Clarissa Mal, people would be like, fuck you. Like you yeah. fucking suck. Fuck you. Like um she mentions that like all her siblings have fled across the solar system because uh Mars and the UN both just absolutely hate their guts. Um assuming the belt just they just don't know as much about like who uh these players are. But yes, sir. yeah, I think that she has basically like, well, I'm fucked. My future is over. Although it's not because it's I revealed that she future. has a ton of money still that obviously uh, if you're very rich, you squirrel it away in many different places. And it's, she says like she could have retired totally fine, uh, very comfortably. And uh, but she's like, no, I need to enact my revenge because I have no. It's what you got to uh, do. It's what you do have, when you're uh if I had the choice between retiring comfortably and enacting <laughs> revenge on my enemies, I know I would pick. I True. Would pick. Fair. Balanced. Yeah, I think she's even... ready. She's ready to fucking throw it all away. That's clear. Yeah. Like, it's clear that she's that she is dangerous, uh, man. Past the point of making this decision. She committed long ago. What's long more ago. dangerous than a girl with nothing to lose? Nobody. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, literally nothing um literally nothing to me so yeah that's that's clarissa so she's nice <laughs> she seems nice yeah <laughs> um amazing and then also uh, i just wanted to point out there in baltimore which uh we see baltimore. more of in book five let's go it is uh not a nice place to be wow um, that's we're gonna get some hate mail in the book in the book in the book you gotta say that up front in the book also i wanted to point out that how melba isn't like she's not like 
she, she wants so obviously she wants revenge and holden and in that but she's not like Don't we all she's not going crazy and just like i mean she did go crazy and murder everyone but only she after did, they were gonna murder her first she she feared for her life she she's was not, pretty scared she, a, a lot of the sequence she was yeah <laughs> <laughs> she, she was pretty scared. This is she invoked the stand your ground laws. Jesus yes. Christ, she did. Wow. Um, but but really, she didn't go in there like I'm gonna go kill everyone and like steal this from them. She was just just did what she had to do. Uh, so she's not like uh, pure evil, I would say, or like hmm, evil for the sake of being evil. No, she's got a goal. The ends yeah, justify the goal. means. <laughs> she was very worried this whole time that this was not gonna go well. Yeah, uh, and she was fucking right. But she got through. She it. was. So sadly. a lot of. That's a lot of Melba storylines. That this is probably not going to go well. But she gets through it. She does some weird things, and we see, we see a lot of struggle inside herself, even later on throughout this book. Of like, and these are like nice people, and I'm fucking not holding, but like other people. She's like, man, yeah. I'm really. But everyone else, damn, man, I'm all these people, douche. I'm hurting. This is bad. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so we do see the struggle for good, like, like maybe Kylo Ren or uh, or There's Anakin. Good in him. There's good in him. There's good. You know I can feel it. I saw it. Uh, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> Truly, that's her. Literally, <laughs> straight up her. That's straight up her. Wow. She. I already liked her. I like her even more now. Hell yeah. I already Let's go, it. Wow. Yeah, she's Kylo 2.0. One point two. I wonder if this came out before Kylo. Probably. Oh, way before they Kylo. based this after Kylo. That's that's what I'm saying. Or no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kylo well, was based after her. Is what I meant. And Kylo was based on Anakin. Based on me. I mean, I, he's the opposite of Anakin, based. basically. Uh, yes, but still, he was pretty heavily based on Anakin. It's pretty clear. Yeah. True. But Melba was before both of them. He also like so. worshipped Anakin. Either way, we're good. <laughs> Star Wars podcast when All tomorrow. Right. Um, chapter ben. four. Anna, Anna. Honestly, uh, how, wait, was that a pun? No. Oh, okay. Because I was like, damn, that was pretty good. Dude, um, Anna is an anagram. It's a pretty simple one, but yeah, I agree. It is. <laughs> I concur. You're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Uh, hey, hell yeah! All right, Anna. Uh, full Pastor name. Anna. Anushka Volovodov. Uh, she is Russian. Russian. And originally a priest from Russia. She is known as Pastor Anna to her parish on Europa. So she's on a moon of Jupiter. Jupiter? Jupiter. And uh, it's at the beginning of her chapter. She is meeting at the church with a man, Nicholas, who uh, we learned very quickly uh, beats his wife. And they've she has tried to work with him in the past uh, in the family and his wife, Sophia, to get him to stop doing this uh, counseling, church stuff, you name it. And it's clear that he continues to do it. She continues to meet with Sophia and it's clear that it's not getting better. And um, she basically she essentially tells him that she they took photos. They're going to contact the police and he threatens her uh, and by grabbing her. And she has a taser and tases him and knocks him out. And she makes a few calls. She calls Sophia, tells her that the police are on the way and that she needs to work with them, cooperate with them. She convinces her to do that. It takes a little bit. 
of dialogue to do that. And then she also calls the police again to tell them to come get this dude uh, because he attempted to assault her. Um, and that's the end of that thing. So she's like a pastor that is very hands-on, essentially. Hands-on. And uh, we well, learn a little yeah. bit later that she didn't actually have photos, and that she lied in order to provoke this guy to attack her to get him sent to jail. This but, was bold, yeah. Um, he for sure did be his wife. So uh, the thing we learn with Anna is that she is a big believer in the ends justify the means. Um, she is very much a ask forgiveness, not permission type of person. So she gets back to her house, uh, house, her cell. So that's also <laughs> a bad word. Her, her hole. home, hole. home. <laughs> that's what hole. they call like, it, a hole. Again. <laughs> uh, with her and her wife and daughter are there. And her wife, Nono, her daughter, Nami, uh, who's turning two soon. And as they're talking, Nono reveals, Nano? Do you say Nono or Nano? I think it's Nono. No, no. And um, it's revealed that uh, Anna applied to be on the UN ship to go out to the ring. Uh, and she was accepted, but had not uh, told her wife that she was accepted yet. And so they have a very serious discussion about uh, what they're going to do. They are both from Earth. Anna is from Russia. No, no is from Uganda. And uh, they have a lot of family on Earth who their daughter has never met. She was born after they had left for Europa. So they've been on Europa for maybe a year and a half now, I think maybe is what I was guessing. Um, and yeah, they Nono basically says straight up, like, we if if we stay out here and wait for you, or if we go on this trip with you, her and her daughter, then that means that Nami will not be able to go back to Earth because she will have grown up in the belt too long and she will not have the constitution to do it. So uh, basically, this discussion is not much of a discussion. It's just Nono telling her that she and Nami are going to go back to Earth and not go with her on this trip to the ring. And Anna is not super into this, but is ultimately persuaded that this makes sense. Uh, and they have their very serious talk. And Nono basically is like, we'll be waiting for you in Moscow when you get back. But, you know, we're not uh, we're not going with you. So this does free up Anna to head out on the UN political show ship. Uh, that Crazy. we also know that a certain Melba will be on. So, Ooh. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. But yeah, um, we get our new character, Pastor Anna. Anna, Anna. I'm probably gonna say both because I feel like in Russia you'd probably say Anna. I think it's Anna. That, yeah, that check out to you. Okay, it's Anna. You're saying Anna then. Um, so Anna and Nono met on Earth, and they yeah. Anna was on a trip in like a religious. She's like she's like a a highly like well known religious person. person. Yeah. Um, and she was doing a trip through Uganda. They met. They got married. Uh, they don't actually, I'm interested, they don't actually say, I'm assuming it's just in vitro of some sort, but they don't actually say how Anna is pregnant. Um, mm. Anna got pregnant, and they had Nami out on Europa. They wanted to do this. It's like a, it's almost like a mission that, that these two are on, mm -hmm. out on Europa. 
and it's a she Anna reveals that it's like a they're with a mainly Russian speaking uh group uh group out there. So it's it's basically a mission trip for them. But uh they you know they did not really want they're only out there for a certain amount of time. They are not belters. So they uh I think Nono has thought through this more than Anna, but they you know that she's like we can't Nami right now is on the growth drugs that Belter babies get drugs. for a while to keep their bones from just being Going crazy. super, super brittle. Yep. Uh, but if you continue to, you know, continue your development in the belt, uh, the effects of low gravity or no gravity do over. make yeah. their way. Uh, it, they make themselves felt and it becomes extremely hard for you to visit Earth with high gravity. And I'm assuming Mars too. So, yeah. So really, like they, you really, if you're like a baby and you want to be like comfortable yeah. on Earth, you gotta basically grow up on Earth. You can't, you can't be born and grow up on the belt. True. So that is the problem right now. And now with Anna going out on the ship, uh, it's bad timing for the for Nami. So they're all splitting up. So yeah, that is. Am I missing any backstories? there with those two not really okay um i talked about how the growth the growth serum for the babies that stuff that's super interesting um i don't know how long they need to be on it but like there's it's at least two years because she's still on it she's not two yet so yeah uh a lot of stuff that they need to get in those children in order to make it so that they can you know walk uh you know lift their arms stuff like that and the other thing i wanted to bring up was that it's interesting and i i wonder we don't have to like have a super long discussion about this but obviously religion out in space is going to take on probably a little bit of a different meaning than it would on earth so i it would be it's interesting that there are you know people setting up new not new but like churches out in the belt and i'm assuming that those would you know those religions eventually, as with anything that's separated geographically like that, you know, they're going to start developing Splinter a little off. differently. So it would be interesting. Think, didn't we talk about, because I think there was a religion that was like all about human was like there? In modification one of- or something that they mentioned earlier in the book. Mm, um, there might it might have been. Might and have been. then, yeah, but it is, it is interesting that there's, uh, yeah, It'd probably like, like different the- sects of religion in the... Uh, the Reformation, but like split by planets. And then we also get discussion later in this book about planets. how uh, I, I I think I could be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure it's this book where they discuss uh, like, yo, what about what about aliens in the Bible? And then they have the little discussion on that, which is funny. Um, I, gotta be this one with Anna in it. Gotta be. Or I, the only other thing is I could be just like that it might not be in this book and I could just be like remembering another book or a discussion. Yeah. Um, but I think they do discuss it in this book. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully. So yeah. So Anna heading out to the ring. The ring. That's our second character. Third. Char- well, second character right second now. Official. Second. No, no, no. Third, third official, third official because bull Melba, Anna, those are the, Oh wow. I forgot. Heading to the I ring. forgot account. Yeah. Yeah. That's three. Uh, but One, two, three. I think we all know that everyone's going there. But 
Wow. Either Spoilers. way, they, they 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 pretend they're not for a bit, but we we know what's gonna happen. I know that James is not going to the ring. He would never. He would. James he Holden would never. Would never. Uh, I mean, he doesn't he's, want to, but he's a good man. Yeah, I think he gets his hand forced. Oh, this is the one with the the reporter. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, this um, is the reporter one. Yep. Cool. Yep, yep. All right, but before we get to that, we go back to Mr. Bull. Mr. Are Bull. Him, are you going to call him Mr. Bull for <laughs> Maybe. the whole series? Because I, I like that. I respect that. Mr. Bull, is, uh, he's he's having a little chat with the XO, Misho Pa. And as we've already kind of alluded, Misho, they don't really see eye to eye. They don't really like each other. Um, so Bull's kind of going over everything that needs to be done with the ship. Uh, and I think in, in your chapter, Bull was like, Hey, we we shouldn't we should fix all this shit before we go. And then Fred's like, ah, oh, you'll do it along the way. Uh, to <laughs> to which Bull didn't like, but it was like, yeah. I guess this is what we're doing. Um, so Bull is is going over with Michio all the all oh, the things actually, that need to be what? done. You know what? Sorry, I mean interrupt. Yes. That is actually a a bit of a political decision. Uh, that's actually a super interesting decision because the. If they if they worked harder for the ten days and they worked on everything and then they pushed back the launch date, they would have to burn at a higher G, but they get there at the same time. But if you burn at a higher G, the belters on that ship oh, they don't are like less it. comfortable. They don't yeah. like it. So what they're gonna do is leave sooner, go at a you know burn at a yeah. slower rip pace, work while it goes so that it's more comfortable. For I forgot belters. about that. Yes, yeah. it's that is actually super interesting. I did not bring that up. Yeah, um, but another political decision makes sense from Fred. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah we learned more about the ship so it was obviously designed for the long haul like just out into space for the mormons um so the the plan was just to go on a, a burn right away and you can't you can't burn forever that you don't have enough energy even with an epstein drive so they're gonna burn get up to speed and then kind of just like go at that speed for generations um yeah. so with that in mind normally ships are set up so like they they call it like a building setup so that the the drive is per providing the gravity so it's kind of like the floors are set up normally but in this ship um it's not set up like that it's set up for the coriolis effect it's it's got a big drum they call it that spins up um and gives them gravity however in a battleship that is not what you want to have to be doing because you will have to be burning and you will have to be like going places not just yes um so everything's kind of set up sideways and they they actually like redo so they they talk about how everything's like the wall is now the floor and the like the ceiling is now yeah the wall and stuff like that and they're they're trying to like reconfigure some parts of it at least to like make it more building like um and usable really yeah which is it's it's very funny because it's gonna get another use where they're gonna have to put it all back but um either way yeah so they have to like reconfigure it and a bunch of stuff doesn't work because like they're talking about how like the water the draining system and the and the uh the water just system of as a whole was designed for the gravity of the drum but i mean if you can imagine if you set up drains and like your whole like I don't know. Like, imagine like a bathroom setup on the wall would not would not work the same way, right? Like, yes. <laughs> so, correct. It, there's just a bunch of stuff that's just effed up. That's that's a good example. Like, imagine your shower drain instead of being on the bottom of the shower is literally on the wall. Yeah, it, because the shower is supposed to spin 
around and that's it's supposed to the the water supposed to push out yep towards the spin and not so only that's, that that's the problem they're running into the distribution because yeah. they had they had tanks that were like apparently set up so that the water would fall down towards the the ground or the ground being the end of the drum but since yeah. they're not spinning it just literally useless and doesn't work um and just other things like that so this ship is uh and they they've been doing patchworks to like make it better but it's not it's got some issues and i think like you mentioned they they made some stuff out of plastics and polymers that would normally be made out of metal because they know they they were going to only do basically two burns one to get up to speed and one to stop and not for like in intense amount of time so it didn't have to um withstand those forces and then also they added guns to the ship which also puts forces on on the ship which it just can't handle um that wasn't yeah it wasn't built for and bowl is is telling Michio all these things and she's like it's not in the budget we cannot fix everything uh which is funny and then she also goes it's like it's not in the repair plan so we can't do it which is also funny because i know i definitely know uh yeah people like this like well i planned for this and if we don't do exactly as i planned then it doesn't (laughs) like then why'd i even make the plan and then bull's like exactly (laughs) which is it's funny right right yeah you're it's actually yeah you're you're i'm sure your engineer brain is yeah loving this ship stuff. that's great and my finance brain is like yeah fuck you <laughs> no we gotta follow the budget um so yeah basically the end of this talk is like nope can't do a lot of the work that you need to do uh which bull is frustrated because he's kind of in this position where fred is like we need this mission to be successful but you're not going to be in charge. You're like third. You're basically third in charge. Like you're not even. You don't even have a real position. Like you're not really in the hierarchy, but you kind of are because you're like head of security. Um, and you gotta like you gotta make this work. You gotta make this mission work. Yeah, you have no influence, but you need to exert this, a lot of influence. Yeah, but the, yeah. you have to make sure everything goes well. And yep. he's like, "Well, fuck, dude." Uh, I mean, he must really like Fred because he, my guy, my my guy, Bull is he goes all out um he fucking does he's like mission successful yeah he uh he goes ham he definitionally goes ham yeah Yeah. like there's no he doesn't i don't know of anyone who goes ham more than this guy it's true uh but then we meet an old friend sam uh who's sam Sam. she's back if you don't remember she's Um, the girl that naomi was hanging out with on uh taiko and also fixed the rosinante our favorite character from books one and two. She's great. She's uh, she's cool, cool Belter girl. Uh, oh, also they we get reminded of how weird Belters look. Is that am yeah, I canceled now? Be. They yeah, but I they're mean, like it's fine. They they talk about how uh, someone like, has to say it. Man, you had a big. <laughs> they have a big head, and their arms are just so long, and they're so lanky, and it's, and uh, I think it's funny because they also he also mentioned how Misha would probably have been really short had she been an earther but yeah. she was just like slightly higher than normal because she's a belter she's um, tall she's as tall as him but she looks like a kid because she's all stretched out yeah <laughs> it's all stretched out yeah so it's uh it's it's interesting um there's no easy way to say it so yeah they go they go get a drink 
at a bar, which is funny because they, they mentioned, Bull mentions how if this was a UN ship, there'd be like a commissary and like a cafeteria thing set up. But he's like, well, it's the belt. So we have bars and like mom and pop restaurants, which is which is funny. Like think about like on like a US Navy ship, if there was like, yeah, like mom and pop restaurants like on the <laughs> ship or something like um that'd be fun go to the cafeteria and it's like a mall food court yeah <laughs> but even even like it's not even like chains it's like right just it's, like yeah. mom and pop shops which is funny that'd be hilarious um so yeah they uh they go get a drink they have some lemonades they talk about they complain about Misho and they're like they're on duty they're on how am i gonna right get now. this <laughs> they i know this is actually surprising but then yeah sam mentions She's like, yeah, even if all my people are sober, we can't get this work done. To which Bull doesn't say anything in the moment, but he goes back. And then he has a, a brain blast while he's reading. I was just going to say that. That's so fucking funny. I was brain like, blast. He brain blast. <laughs> he's like, ah, the drugs. Um, He has a brain blast while he's, he's working late. And the next day he goes and asks Sam, he's like, hey, you got to tell me who's who's doing the drugs. Um, To which Sam is very hesitant because like she's like it's part of her team so she's got to be on like a good good standing with them um and bowl like reassures her he's like i'm not gonna like bust everyone i just want the dealers um and he's like i need you to pick sides because sam's like i don't want to don't make me pick sides and bowl's like no you gotta um so she does and uh bowl is is gonna start some sort of plan to which i honestly don't remember where he's trying to go with all of it um i think he's he, well he's trying to make the the ship a better place <laughs> kind of this sounds like war on drugs but he's uh he's well, so he the reason he he brain blasts this together is because there was an injury report where yeah. a driver and uh of a i'm assuming a forklift type thing uh, but it might be bigger because because this is space it's also zero where G. who knows um Someone got injured because it like and it destroyed all the cartilage in his knee because he got smushed between a thing. And the guy that got injured was drug tested, but he realized that the dude that was driving the thing was not drug tested. And then that, along with Sam saying that she needs 18 days if her crew's sober, alarm bells basically went off and said, he's like, fuck, mm-hmm. I can't. I don't want people driving these things around on fucking pixie dust. Yes, sir. Which is, a, which is a drug, not something I made up about. Pixie dust. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure cop, it's right. It's basically an amphetamine. Um, which is crazy. You think it'd be a little bit more illegal out there? I guess I don't know. I mean, it's the belt, man. Whatever yeah, goes. Fucking, they do do meth all the they time. They do do. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, this is uh, this is where we're at. Uh, Bull hates Mishio, has to kind of work and within the system. Gets no respect because he is an Earther. Yes, uh, along with all the Belters, so he yes. has got to navigate being third in command. Uh, getting told by Ashford and Michio Pa that everything he wants is not a priority because he's an Earther. Yes, and. No one below him respects him because he's an Arthur yes. for the most part. So he doesn't have a easy job, but he also, uh, as Fred said, he has got the most experience in these situations and being, being a Marine, uh, he can do gives it. him 
the most experience for this type of situation. He's so got it. he's in the weird position of being re- really the most capable person to lead this expedition, but being unable to because uh, no one likes him. True. Um, Andy's he's cool. But uh, yeah, we talked about how the ship, not a warship, not uh, not meant for this, but we're doing it not anyway because we got to show like, face like me and life in general. <laughs> we got to do it. We got to get out of bed, guys. We got to go out there. Um, and yeah, we see that bowl is going to be. Uh, he's like we said, commanding this from the uh, from the sidelines. He's trying to. Yeah, he's getting down and dirty. Try to make sure this is uh, this is where we're and at, that, and that Ashford and Michio Pa don't do anything that is going to just destroy the credibility of you know Freddie J's yes. sound Belter yes. political yes entity power, um, yes. which he does really just doesn't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. And so, then yeah, just a reminder that this is not this is a not an organized ship. This is a no. Not there's people doing drugs on the job. There's people. Uh, there's no. There's no cafeteria. There's like, not organized. There's no bureaucracy in this. Uh, in this the place, the OBA like does not have you know a military. Like right. they just don't. Yeah, or any yeah. sort of organized. They're trying uh, military, but it's Maybe not. It's, it's not organized. It's not good. No. Um, so yeah, this is this is what bulls up against, and this is uh, it's gonna get nuts. Oh yeah. Gonna Let's get place nuts. Place oh bats. yeah, I can't wait till the things that happen happen. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah, brother! So yeah, so our new characters. Uh, I think we've met all of them. Do we have any more this no. book? I think that's it. Everyone, we get everyone. In the it's first. the main ones. I mean, we need some more minor ones, but yeah, this is uh, this is it. This is who we're well, working we got, with. We got. I sorry, we got all the POVs. I believe correct. Yes. Yeah. So um, you'll notice. Much to our ultimate sadness, that uh, there is no Avasarla chapter. There is no Bobby POV. Sad. They uh, do not have POVs in this book. All right, we poured one out for the homies. Um, but don't you worry, they will be back. They'll be coming eventually. Of course, you can't. How do you leave Bobby out of these stories? Come on, come on. Oh, she comes back in a big way. Fucking come on. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Good book. I'm excited. It's interesting. How much? How much what? Not. I don't have much to say. We two of our POVs are are very closely related. Anna and Melba, obviously on the exact same ship. Uh, but I think just, are they know, on the ex- same ship? Yeah, yeah, dude. Hell yeah! You don't remember them like talking all the time? They do talk, but I think they like transverse back and forth. Uh, but it's like weird. They're like working on. Either no, way, Anna, they're basically like, see, Anna like sees Melba and is like, "Wow, she looks like she's not doing good." Yeah, but I think she's. It, it doesn't matter. I think I think Melba stays on a separate ship and then works on a, oh, on a ship. Fair. It doesn't. Fair. It doesn't really matter though. Either fair. way, they're like basically going out together. Yeah, they're very close. They're just very close. Where like a lot of the times our POVs are separate Far and apart. They end up coming together, whereas those two are. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> this one. Uh, those two are. Closely linked, and then the next book, everyone's fucking together except for a couple people. But, um, yeah, I like yes. all the main POVs. Anna's the most interesting one to me because she's like the least like 
uh, the other POVs that we've had um, in this series so far. Bull, we fucking had, you know, we know a lot of characters like him. Melba, uh, we know who she is. We know a lot about her family, his her recent history. And uh, Anna is just very much a different mold of character than what we've had up to this point. Yes. Good stuff. Are you uh, are you ready for Science Tuesday? I'm super ready. We have a we have a good one today, folks. Uh, so we're doing we're doing wormholes because I I don't think they've officially said it, but yeah, basically the gate is a the ring is a wormhole. Spoiler. I mean, we already know it's a wormhole <laughs> to a separate place. Uh, so if you are unaware, a wormhole is a hole that connects two different points in space. Wow. That you can travel pretty much instantaneously. I think I've seen this thing so many times where like the people fold the paper over and then stick your pencil through it. Hook up. Yep. Boom. Yep. That's so basically what the idea is, or one idea, is that space is like a plane. Or if you think of space as a plane, you could potentially wrap space and then with enough energy force a hole through it so you get from one point in space to the other. Um which is cool. But there are different zero sense to me still. It's fine. It's, okay. it's fine. We'll get there. So there are a few different types and it still won't make sense. But there are a few I, different I types of wormholes theorized and that are theoretically possible um, based on math and the theory of relativity and string theory and stuff like that. But uh, so far, there is no evidence or we haven't found any or know of any. Uh, so that's a thing. But they could exist, possibly, if the math is right. Einstein um, has been right about some things before. So. Oh, he's been right about a lot of things, which is cool. Yeah. Um, like the uh, like yeah, the gravity particle and stuff like that, which is cool. Damn. Uh, but first one, first right, wormhole we're going to talk about isn't to like the wormhole we're talking about in the book. It's called Einstein's wormhole. Um, and this one is interesting because it's not really transversible. It's basically so I don't we'll probably do a black hole one if we get to the if we get to the eighth book, we it would be a good time to do a black hole uh science Tuesday. But all you need to know is a black hole, basically you have a singularity, which is just this infinitely dense object that is just crushing a bunch of matter into like a very very small point. This um, makes sense because obviously we've all seen interstellar. So. Yes. So Einstein theorizes that because there's so much, I'm tr- I'm trying to see if I can make this kind of make sense. That because you're you have so much gravity, it's basically like infinite gravity, kind of. That there must be an equal and opposite side to the black hole that is just like spewing mm-hmm. out um, mm-hmm. matter, like they call them white holes, uh, which is funny. <laughs> white hole. I don't like that at all. I really um, don't like that. But, however, it takes an infinite amount of time, based on the math, to travel from the black hole to the white hole. So you couldn't really use this at all. It'd just be, like, a weird thing that is happening. Uh, Which also just breaks my mind, because it's like, if there's an infinite amount of time to travel from one to the other, but one is always spewing stuff and the other is always sucking things, how does that work? Either way, um, yeah, that's a thing. Another the infinite, the infinite suck. The I mean, literally infinite suck and infinite blow. 
Infinite suck, infinite blow. That's all you need yep. to know. That's all you need that's to what, know. That's what Einstein was on. That's that Einstein shit. Yeah, so that's, uh, it's it's funny. Could exist, we'll never know, because... Unless we find a white hole. Either yeah, way. Unless we're... you are... Unless we find... Matthew the... McConaughey. That's true. That is true. Um, the next type of hole is uh, the string theory hole. Uh, so, again, we're not going to go into string theory... Um, I'm not even going to try to explain it because I don't understand it really myself. Uh, but basically, this is a theory that there are basically natural wormholes um, in that at the beginning, there's these, they call them mini wormholes or strings that were there at the start of the Big Bang. And then as the universe expanded, these strings like grew and now are potentially connecting um, different parts of the universe uh, through these these wormhole strings. Uh, which is fun to think about, uh, but again, not the same because this is these are man not the same as the expanse I'm talking about because these are man-made wormholes. But uh, kind of cool that there could be potentially wormholes out there, um, just chilling anywhere. Who knows? Oh yeah. But again, we have no. These are like mathematically possible, but not we we didn't we have we have nothing. We have not there's, seen anything. There's one behind you right now. Ah, scary. Uh the next type of black hole, which is more interesting, is a man-made black hole. So again, we're gonna be going into things that don't make sense and that I cannot properly explain. Um, but basically theoretically if we had enough energy and enough of what uh, what we're calling, what we're going to call is, uh, what did I, did I put it? Exotic matter. So matter that has a negative mass and thus instead of like gravity pulling things in, it would push things away. We could open up a portal, um, a worm, sure. a wormhole per se. Sure. And sh- sure. I'll allow it. Um, and yeah, basically open up a wormhole with this in, in some sort of way through math and and stuff, uh, which would, would basically this this magical matter we could call the proto molecule is doing this. It's it's creating this. So with that, it would allow you to open a hole, and they would start together. But we could theoretically move them to wherever we wanted um, and create a connection, which is again different than the expanse because we learn later that it's going to this like. I don't even know how to explain it. A separate space, like a hub of all of things. But yeah, uh, right. It's a little different. Little different, but the same idea. Basically, uh, yeah, you could potentially, theoretically, based on the math, open a open a hole to somewhere else. However, it could create some time travel paradoxes because of like you're moving, just of how you move through space and time. If you like moved like a distance that was I don't I don't know how to explain it. I can't explain it. Um but either way, mathematically possible. Still doesn't make sense. Um but very cool. Very fun. Oh yeah. Very awesome. So yeah, those are those are wormholes that may or may not be out there. I hope we get a wormhole someday. I have nothing to add. Oh my god, this I, they, I found they found one. Holy shit. <laughs> they just found one. No, this person this person drew drew a picture for NASA of a wormhole. That's fun. 
and then there's equations right. about about wormholes that I I recognize symbols, but it means nothing. So yeah, cool. Right. Cool stuff. Is it time? Is it time for what? Boy, the Malkovskian employee of the week. Yeah, I don't know if we should call that that anymore. We need a new name. Ah, uh, shoot. I love the Malkovsky employee of the week, though. All right, that's uh, the Malkovsky um, employee of the week. It just means. What else could it be? Is there what I? I think we. If there's another thing that comes up, that's good enough. Let's think about it. We'll Let's think, think about it. it. We'll think about we should, it. Maybe we should rename it for each book moving forward. Yep. 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 Um, I think this one's pretty simple, though. Oh, do you have one already? Oh, oh, you mean the actual employee, not the name? I thought yeah, you, yeah, I yeah. you came up with a name. I was like, damn, that was quick. No, I haven't come yeah. with anything, but we should think about no. one. I think, so the only, I mean, the only person who does something meaningful, maybe not meaningful, but like, I would say good, potentially. I know who you're going to say. No, Melba. I don't, do you? Melba. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about, <laughs> she does, she does get the she closest to her goal. She, she does some meaningful things. <laughs> she I, love, does. I love Melba. Uh, no, I was, uh, Anna, because she saves basically corrects that whole uh um abusive yeah, relationship seems, situation that seems fine to me i have no because everyone I'm, else again, except for melba <laughs> i will get melba an employee of the week uh, this book i will fixing domestic violence or <laughs> being a good person i don't know or murdering her, some gangsters i don't know murdering some gangsters in a deal that's gone wrong <laughs> because they're trying to screw you over and having to use your glance it was pretty cool it was definitely, give you that. definitely cool i'm i'm telling you i'm gonna argue successfully for a melba employee of the week i mean maybe at the end weeks. we'll see it is funny that our, our employees of the week often aren't the main characters um no they don't one two three four five i'm seeing five right now six seven we have seven out of the uh, whatever 19 we've done i think that things that maybe that are heroic that like holden does or bobby does are somewhat expected of them and so maybe they oh, don't seem maybe so. i think i think if anyone else was like if anyone else like stepped up and like somehow did like some bobby jumper shit yeah i'd be like holy crap like yeah employee of the week but like if bobby fucks some people up i'm like well that's just another tuesday that's for true they also so. f up a lot in, right. Like in the yeah. middle of the book, so they're not they're not perfect. Never meet heroes, folks. I'm perfect though. Well, well, okay. with but yeah, I'm I'm cool with giving it to our her girl, first Pastor, one. She her first Anna. chapter. She gets employee of the month. What a she might she might get another. She's an up and comer. She's on the fast track. She's on the to management. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> uh, keep this up, kid, and you'll be uh, in middle management in no time. Good stuff. Hell yeah. Relatable. Right, well, that one was easy. That's probably the easiest employee of the week we've ever had. I think it's the least controversial we've ever had. That's It's definitely the least controversial. Definitely. There you go. Easy. Runner up Sam, of course. Because Sam, just, for being cool. Great. Yeah, for just being cool. For Bull. Keeping it real. Bull was cool, too. He didn't... I don't know. Either way. He is cool. But I, he didn't... He technically... He, he didn't just, do anything. He just doing his job. Like, did he do anything like that? He didn't do 
Well, he's just. I didn't shit. need to do all that shit. Like she chose to do that shit. So that's she's going you know, beyond she's going beyond. To, she she's is showing up, like she's putting in initiative. She is putting in the extra hours for for no pay. For she's no definitely pay. the most badass at this point. Like who? Absolutely. Like that was that was pretty ballsy to she just fake the evidence in order to get that to bluff, promote that guy. Bluff to say you have evidence and then count on being Taser, able to taste the person. It. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like that could have gone bad oh. if she didn't like the taser didn't work or like seriously bad. Either no, no we're pumping you Anna up that. big time. You fucking own that wife beer. I think Anna oh, has the least amount of flaws. <laughs> I think Anna is the perfect woman. <laughs> her only flaw is she doesn't. She isn't there for her family. Wow! <laughs> wow! That's a real she, flaw, though. She chose her. She chose her career over her family. Dude, by the time she gets back, her daughter's gonna be like five or ninety. Six. Yeah. Yeah, or it's been 84 years. She's, her daughter's going to be that grandma from Titanic. 84. Who calls? Never mind. We can get back to that later. Um, yeah, that's all it. Right. Well, all right. That, I believe, is going to do it for this week's episode of The Guys Who Did This. Yes. Uh, you can find us at The Guys Who Did This on... Oops. Uh, uh, oh. Don't oh, say that. Oh, uh, right, right, right. You can find us on Patreon. Yeah, that's You can that's support us on Patreon uh, at the guys who did this on Patreon. And if you have a question, correction, comment, or concern, you can email us at the guys who did this at gmail.com. Yes. I don't think I've checked that email in a long, long time. <laughs> that's an email I haven't checked in a long time. That's, <laughs> that's an email I haven't heard of for 20 years. <laughs> For two weeks. But for real, though, I'm going to check it right now because, woof, I haven't looked at it in a long time. Nothing. Hell yeah. All right, good. Cool. Well, the music for this episode was Racing Light by Kilobyte from Night Mode Records. Awesome. That will do it. I hope all of you beautiful people stay safe and healthy and get ready for winter. Me too. Godspeed. Bye. Bye.